0: Hi, Steph. It's been a
1: while. It's been a really long time, Uh, but it's good to see you and not spit on you.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, it's actually kind of okay now because we're we're maybe on the downward end of the COVID stuff. So,
1: gosh, I really hope so. So
0: It's been (laughs) a (laughs) while.
1: I've already had COVID, unfortunately. You did, and so I'm not
0: afraid of you. Yeah, you're not afraid
1: of me. (laughs) Not anymore. So we are here today. We met with Deb Niemitz from yep. EFAP and she came and talked to us about all of the offerings that they have and
0: pretty awesome. Yeah, EFAP is in place for us as to us as workers and employees of the hospital, but also to our families, which I didn't totally realize. I that didn't our, realize yeah, that yep, at all, actually. Which is really helpful. I mean,
1: they do a lot of stuff and you'll you can hear about it, but it's, it's pretty an incredible, resource. even financially neat resources the hospital provides. So we are lucky to have it. And especially in these very trying last two years, uh, I think it's been really uh, utilized pretty heavily and I hope people
0: continue to do it and um, know that it's out there and what it serves. And also if you haven't yet checked out, check out Headspace, which is a new app that is provided by the hospital this year that has a lot of meditation. Med- yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, yeah it does a lot with is really good I calming I, yep I do it sometimes in the morning and it really kind of starts your day
0: off well yeah so we hope everybody's hanging in out there um, <laughs> I'm gonna go jump in the lake tonight with some nurses here in Hemonk that is amazing <laughs> a little too cold for my blood <laughs> but yeah that'll be
1: great so you have to let us know how it goes yeah I will <laughs> I'll report back <laughs> so hope everybody is doing well uh, we hope to be a little bit more regular in the next couple months with uh some new episodes coming out we have some great new ideas uh still reach out to either leslie or myself if you are wanting to be on the podcast or have new ideas we would love to hear from you yep it's leslie twitchell and stephanie ratu yep easy to find in microsoft outlook exactly <laughs> all right take care everybody take care bye
0: Leslie Twitchell and I am the nursing manager for the Outpatient Hematology Oncology Clinic. And I'm staff for two and I'm a
1: staff nurse on the Shep4 Infusion Center.
0: Here staff at nurse ho- four. Uh,
1: <laughs> at the hospital. And we, like we mentioned, we've been doing this for a little while now, but we had you come here to talk about EFAP. So if you want to introduce yourself, Deborah, and what you do, that would be awesome.
2: Sure. All right. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me and thanks for your interest in EFAP and, and getting this out there for folks. So my name is Nemes. Nemus. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and EFAP is a small group within the larger employee health and wellness area. Evelyn Sikorsky is our manager and we're, we're a small group of counselors who work with employees and immediate family members. We offer brief short term counseling everything is free and confidential sometimes people hear about us when they're just going through their new employee orientation and then they forget about us so we like to go around and remind people of who we are and um, sometimes later on when people use us they they think wow i wish i had used you sooner i knew about you but i just never reached out so our offices are down at uhc although we are remote now we are doing all zoom and phone sessions at this point And it seems to be something that's working really well for people because they can go out into their car or they can just take a break and they don't have to use the time to get to us. And people are more likely to access us from home as well because they don't have to come back into work. So our utilization has certainly gone up through this pandemic. So we're finding that being remote is really helping a lot of employees to access us in a different way.
1: I have to tell you that we just... The first probably five or six years I worked here, I I didn't even know you were available. Like I that you yeah. existed now in the last like couple of years, I you are the hot topic. <laughs> because I feel people are really starting to utilize you. Maybe not you yeah. specifically, Deborah. <laughs> you're not a hot you're, a, you you are, are, you, you you're a hot topic. topic but, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's uh you know, we're having lots of conversations about EFAP and what you offer and I um, I'm a part of the work retention committee, which mm-hmm. you came yes. and talked to us a little bit about, which is awesome. We hope to have you back. But yeah. uh, we were talking, and so one of the nurse managers there said that he was like, I, I people come to me and I offer this, but I not real. I don't have a lot of specifics, and some people are well, about what you do, and and some people come to him and are like, I think I need something. I don't. I can't even verbalize what I need. You know, and so I don't know if you kind of see that, especially with what's going on with our with everything in the world. But people are kind of I feel like I need something, but I don't know what that is.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, we hear that a lot, actually. And sometimes what I say to folks is that we are a great place to start, because if we're if we're not the right resource for an employee, we'll point them in the right direction. Is it HR they need? Is it benefits? Is it the Hartford? Is it absence management? Is it financial support? You know, what is it that they're looking for? Is it something in the community, maybe? But given our training, we can help refer people to the Mm -hmm. right place. Sometimes people are trying to figure out housing for their elderly parent Mm -hmm. right? or something like that, and they just don't know where to start and they're overwhelmed. And we can help connect them with the right agency, depending on what state their parent is in and and so on and so on. So sometimes we are just a good starting point and a sort of a jump off point, and we try to get people – Where they need to go.
1: That's great to know, because I think when my idea is that you are doing primarily kind of this sort of like mental health stuff, which I'm sure is a big part of it, but also that you have these these resources for family members or more to like help guide you through significant events in your life. Is that is
2: that what I'm understanding? Absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes um, employees call us about parenting issues, right? And maybe they have a teenager that they're dealing with that. They're not really sure what to do, and we can coach them through parenting. We don't necessarily work with kids under 18, but if it's in their household family and they want to talk with us about how to help their kid, we can talk to the parent about that and try to send them in the right direction to get resources for their their children, child or their teenager, whatever they might be dealing with. Sometimes it's a college age student. A lot of kids were home during the pandemic. And so it was a stressful time for families, um, whether they were young children or college age, and just trying to find their way. And we can support through that as well.
0: It's interesting. I, uh, Well, thinking about a couple of my nurses on my staff who are brand new, and there's some pieces of being a brand new nurse that they're struggling with. And it probably would be a good idea for me to refer them through to you guys just to talk through some of the struggles that they're having is like, new grads, new nurses in oncology, like that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, confidence is one of those things for new nurses that I, many, many new nurses, new grads say, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing, right? That's a theme we hear all the time. And as you probably both know, that's something people feel when they start out, right? But suddenly you're, you're quote unquote trained and go do it. And people are a little nervous, like, wait, really, am I supposed to know what I'm doing now? So it can be a little overwhelming. And so we talk through that with people um, as well. You know, sometimes it's, it's counseling, sometimes it's support, sometimes it's more therapeutic, you know, could be trauma related, that someone's dealing with a trauma at work that they just experienced, and they need some support around that or outside of work. So there's all kinds of reasons that people come to us for counseling or for other things, you know, whether it's work related relationships, sometimes it's, divorce or separation, domestic violence, substance use. We have a licensed alcohol and drug counselor on staff right now. So that's one thing. He is retiring in the near future, but we're hoping to get another LADC in in place. So parenting, substance abuse, depression, anxiety, grief, loss, you know, anything like that, including trauma. So that's, that's one aspect of what we do. The other things that we do is we do leader consultation. So there might be a leader who calls us and says, I'm dealing with this employee. I don't really know what to do. And here's the situation. Because we're confidential. So we can talk with them about what the situation is. Sometimes leaders are worried about the well-being or mental health of one of their employees. And they just want to make sure they're not doing the wrong thing. And so we can talk them through if they're concerned or if they need a... um, well check for an employee or if they need some guidance around what to do if they're worried about someone and then we can help them with some of that
0: oh my god so. i love that that's so great yeah that's awesome
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so some of those, so you can i mean it, there's some tough conversations that as that we all need to have i mean we spend most of our life at work it seems like especially yes. these days <laughs> well and yeah. it,
1: sometimes it is more than you spend at
0: home right yeah like you're
1: there yeah. you're here like some of us 40 plus hours a week and so that sometimes you're here you are here more so you yeah it, and you're managing
0: relationships
1: right, right? You, you are, are managing
2: me. relationships yeah and and leaders sometimes are dealing with things that they don't feel either equipped or have the time to deal with and so we can help them either connect the person with us and sort of move that relationship into a more leadership role and and leave the counseling to us and sometimes it's a matter of sort of doing a warm handoff you know that we get on an email together the three of us and the employee you know the employee can meet me through an email that kind of thing and and then they're willing to set up a time so um sometimes that's what happens and sometimes the leader just needs some support around how do i deal with this
0: i feel like Uh i'm i feel like i'm getting an um efap
2: session right now actually (laughs) (laughs) this is really helpful (laughs) It's comprehensive what we do. So that that's a couple of things. We also come out and we do workshops and we do presentations on communication, conflict resolution, stress management. There's been a lot of that early on in the pandemic. I did a lot of talking about COVID and the impact that was having on people and the isolation, the grief and the loss from COVID. And most of that was through Zoom or Teams. And uh, we would we come to a staff meeting and we just talk about some of these topics and give give people an opportunity to talk a little bit about what they're experiencing and how they're feeling. Because what we find is for a lot of people get having that space to feel what they're feeling allows them to feel a little bit better. Right. And as you all know, you're going from one thing to another. You don't have any opportunity to pause and take a breath, acknowledge what you're experiencing and then be able to move on. And, um, and then it just piles up and before yeah, people know it, they're overwhelmed.
1: Somebody to like be able to verbalize what you're feeling, you know, yeah. like why am I, why do I feel irritable right now? Like nothing around me is going on and, uh, but I feel irritable and what is that and why is that happening to me? And, and then, you know, because that affects you, it affects relationships and yeah. like, but, and if you're able to kind of sit, sit and like focus on, oh, I have hundred things going on and life is stressful work is stressful world is stressful like um sometimes you just need that moment to be able to verbalize exactly
2: and i think a lot of times people forget the things that help them feel better right when we all get busy we drop off the things that we know help us whether it's exercise or eating well getting enough sleep or You know, putting some boundaries around our life, taking a break, you know, stepping away from work for even five minutes. You know, I really encourage people to go to a window if you don't have a window in your office and a couple deep breaths or step outside. Even better, if you have access to the outside and just take a break, because the research does show that every 60 to 90 minutes, if people step away and take a break, they come back more energized and more efficient. And if they just plow through right how many times do we hear that i don't have time for a break right i, don't have time right. I actually
1: said that today the coworker was like are you sure you can't just take a minute and i was like no that will make me more anxious and pro- i probably just needed a minute yeah <laughs>
2: right it's, it's sometimes that one minute and you know you can do deep breathing for literally 60 seconds 30 seconds calm everything down. It doesn't take long to calm your nervous system down. And if people take that time to just pause a little bit, it can really be beneficial to just go back a little more refreshed.
1: So say a leader reaches out to you or a nurse reaches out to you to come to a workshop for a specific unit, do you do workshops for units for, and how would they kind of set something like that up?
2: You know our email is the best way to reach us efap at uvmhealth.org employee family assistance program it's responded to by the counselors myself and bob turcott and evie smith and evelyn skorsky as well she's our manager and and we respond readily you know you, typically within 24 hours usually much quicker than that usually within an hour or two and we get a dialogue going about what's needed. Sometimes we just get on the phone and say, let's talk about what's happening in your department. Let's figure out what you need and try to do what we can. We used to do it in person all the time. You know, more and more they're asking us to not gather in person. So if we can do it on team or Zoom, we do. If the if the department is gathering together, it's best if we're in person as well. But if the department is or the unit is going to be on uh, teams meeting then that works really well for us to be on teams as well with them um, So we can work that out with the with the leader directly, but it's a real It's very simple to just reach out to our email and if even if the leaders not sure what they need Just like just like if I just reach out to us and we'll try to puzzle it through it and figure it out Because sometimes it's just saying it out loud and figuring right, it out right. is this a personnel issue? Is this a mental health issue? Is it a communication issue? What's happening? In the unit. And we can help sort of puzzle through some of that. We also sometimes get called in if there is a critical incident or an adverse event on a unit and people just need to talk it through. Sometimes we come in and talk it through and it's different than if there's a word just gave me. I'll come back to it. We're really just looking at how are people doing after the event that happened. What's happening for them? We're not looking at oh, a root cause analysis. That's not what we're doing. We're not looking for what happened. We're looking for how do you feel and, and and giving an opportunity again for that space to debrief it so people can leave their work at work and go home without carrying that that with them Yeah. And, and not dealing with that trauma in that way.
0: It's interesting because in general right now, I think for nursing at least, like we've had one hell of a couple of years at this mm-hmm. hospital. COVID and the cyber attack and just the nursing shortage and all of that. And I think that in some ways, you know, there's one piece about reaching out to EFAP, but there's another thing Like collectively as nurses, as a group, we're also struggling just to support each other because everybody's burnt, right? Like we have what we can give to the patient. And then I think in a lot of ways, we're struggling to support each other at the same time. And it is, it's a help, it's getting me thinking about just sort of like group projects and group ha- like you know, having you got you guys come in and talk to us as a group of nurses that works together, that is having a hard time struggle you know, it's struggling a little bit to support each other yeah. because we just don't have a lot left.
2: Yeah. And people really are missing that opportunity to hang out together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Lunch together. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk to each other, right? We're there, there's We're that's even really to have missing.
0: We work together. We're like not that's not even happening anymore, really. Yeah. 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 Those things are super important. Yeah.
2: For team and, building. and all yeah, the team building. Definitely. Right. Because you're not you know, sometimes people just want to be able to have a cup of coffee together. Right. Or, you know, just really informal, basic stuff that really helps people fill their cup when they go to work. You know, the social aspect of work, I it seems to me, is really missing for a lot of people and, and feeling that peer to peer support because people are empty. You know they don't have a lot of reserve, a lot to offer, and so we're talking a lot about filling your cup back up and how do you do that so that you have a little something to give. This pandemic has really depleted people. It's been a long, long stretch, and when we thought we were getting through it, you know, in the beginning everyone was energized, right? That's that's what healthcare workers do. They work in a crisis, and everybody said, "All right, here we go." And back in you know March 2020, and people were. Rallying and then summer hit and it lingered into the fall and the winter and with the cyber attack, which for many units was almost the last straw. And then COVID got worse again. You know, and it's just been this really long marathon when as soon as people think that they see the peak of the mountain, you know, we get there and then we're like, huh, just kidding. There's another one ahead of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
1: exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's exhausting. You know, there's no refueling station in sight.
0: And so just, again, the best way for people to reach out to you is to email, you think, or is that the best thing?
2: They can call also 847-2827 is our number. Sometimes they'll get a live response or it will go to our voicemail. If it goes to our voicemail, that's being forwarded to our email and we'll try to call people back. Email seems to be a very quick uh, way for us to turn it around, but people can absolutely call if that's a better option for them however they wanna reach us, EFAP at UVM Health or 847-2827, either way. And they'll, give, they'll get a call back from us.
1: Uh, is there any services that people are, are surprised to hear that you have they, when they call you up or things that something that people don't widely know that you guys
2: help with? We also do tobacco cessation. Evie Smith is um, trained in that. So if someone wants to quit smoking that's an option. And they're. That's a, um,
0: that's
2: a big deal. Yeah, that is a mm-hmm. big deal. Yep. So, resources for that. And so, that's free again and confidential. If someone is interested in that, that's something they can reach out for. We also have the LaRoyer Fund, which is a financial support. And at different times, it has um, more or less money available. But if there's an employee in crisis that needs some financial support, they can apply for either a grant or a loan. And during COVID, we've seen a huge increase in need around that. So, that is also administered through our program as well, and Cindy McKechnie is the administrator of that. So, they they can access that through EFAP as well, and we'll make sure the information gets to her if that's what the need is. We also do uh, new resident orientation. We meet with every incoming resident as they come into their residency at the medical center. And we started that pilot project about four or five years ago, so I think we're almost through all the residents at this point who have met with us. Mm -hmm. And we just do a brief intro. We meet now on Zoom, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. Welcome aboard. You've already met with a counselor once, so if at any point you want to meet with us again, here we are. And so everyone has that experience, and it's beginning to shift the culture around how residents think about well-being and reaching out for support. So, that was our hope, and that's what we're seeing.
0: I wonder about that for nursing,
2: for new nurses. We do a little bit with that. Um, the Vizient project, I think, is the project. I think Evie Smith has been quite involved with that, at least coming and doing an orientation, new nurse orientation, and, and letting them know about our program. We We haven't done it where we meet individually with nurses, but certainly as a group. I'm sure I've left something off that we do, but... But they can email you and ask (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and if we're not the right place we'll we'll point them in the right direction yeah we also there's the, the working bridges program is the other thing that maybe you know about and working bridges is is administered through the united way but we have a partnership with them so kristen caney is our contact person so if there is an employee who needs resources let's say housing right maybe they're in a domestic violence situation they need to leave their situation And they're looking for housing, we can connect them with Kristen Caney, who can help them work on that. Or again, financial resources, legal resources, all kinds of things in the community that Kristen might be able to help them with.
0: You just you don't know until you know, right? right? Exactly. Exactly. Or you ask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've been so we it's we just feel like right now, maybe as people are starting to come up for air, they're realizing that they need some support in different places, and we were just hoping to highlight you guys in that respect because. It's, imp- it's an important service, and it's a fabulous service that the hospital offers us. Yeah. Well, we appreciate.
2: I appreciate you for yes, sure, and all that you do. <laughs> My pleasure. And,
1: and uh, also for coming to talk to us and just kind of explaining more. And like I said, hopefully, if at least one person that didn't know much about it knows more than and reaches out. That's that would be great. So We'd be really yeah. happy.
2: Yeah. So, and thanks so I, much. Be, thanks for inviting me to do this.
1: Uh, yeah, no, and I will probably be reaching out again for the retention committee because yeah. I know we talk a lot about the, your services and and and, in, and again, just getting the feedback on things that we can do, that we, ideas that you might have, because you're talking to a lot of people and how they're
2: struggling yeah. and what could yeah. be helpful to them. You know, yeah, I'd be happy to come back and talk on that committee as well because I, you know, I I care about the employees. I want people to feel okay, and ultimately that helps the hospital. If yeah. employees are doing well. So yes. happy to help in any way I can. Awesome. Deborah, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Great to talk yeah, to you. Right. Bye. Yeah, you Bye.
1: too. Take care. Bye. Bye.